I'm not a businessman. I'm a business, man. Jay-Z on the remix to Kanye West's Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Born Sean Corey Carter, Jay-Z is best known as an American rapper, but his work stretches far beyond that. Since the early 90s, Jay-Z has been launching new businesses in almost every field imaginable. In 1993, Jay-Z founded clothing retailer Rockaware. In 2003, he founded luxury sports bar chain 4040 Club and advertised his S. Carter collection with Reebok. In 2015, he acquired tech company Aspiro, or Aspiro maybe, who knows, and took over their media streaming service, Tidal. In 2020, Jay-Z launched the Monogram line of cannabis. Quote, My brands are an extension of me. They're close to me. It's not like running GM where there's no emotional attachment, said Jay-Z. The musician entrepreneur serves as co-brand director for Budweiser Select, was a part owner of the Brooklyn Nets NBA team for 10 years, was credited as the executive producer for the video game NBA 2K13, and has such a massive business portfolio that we could spend the rest of Entrepreneur Summer talking about it and still not get through the whole thing. Of all his many business ventures, the most relevant to this show is Rock Nation, the entertainment company and record label launched by Jay-Z in 2008. The very same record label that initially rejected the third single from his 11th studio album, The Blueprint 3, a single which held the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100 for five consecutive weeks. The rejection came as a crippling blow to songwriters Angela Hunt and Janet Sewell Ulepic, who were inspired to write a song about where they live after an extended stay in London, England to take care of Janet's mother. The song would have remained unheard if not for EMI associate John Big John Platt, who told the duo that they should send it to Jay-Z again. The two were hesitant, but Hunt's notorious B.I.G. figure, never before moved by loud music, fell over when they played the track for Platt. Quote, We all just looked at each other like, if Biggie approves, then send it to Jay, said Hunt. This time around, Jay-Z approved the song, or at least the song's hook. He kept the hook and let Hunt perform the vocals while he rewrote and performed the verses. Then, Hunt was asked if there was someone else she wanted to perform the hook. She suggested Alicia Keys. Keys was brought onto the track where she wrote a bridge section and eventually nailed a vocal track despite suffering from nasal congestion on her first attempts. The final result became the 21st century anthem for Jay's hometown, with this song being played in tourism ads and even during home games at Yankee Stadium during the 2009 World Series. Since then, the song has been covered and parodied countless times. Keys even recorded a sequel song featuring the same hook with different verses, focusing on the same thing. How fucking great New York is. That's right, we're talking Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z and Alicia Keys on Cover Me. Tell by my attitude that I most definitely from... That's right, it's Cover Me, the only podcast that compares famous songs to their many cover versions to find out which one is right next to De Niro. I'm your host, as always, The Snake, joined by my spiked-out co-host... Alex Mildenberger! Alex Mildenberger! What's going on? Uh, yeah, normal life stuff, you know? Normal life stuff. We're moving into summer, things are hot, things are spicy, time to go see movies and stuff, you know? Fuck yeah, spicy boy blockbuster summer. That's what they're calling it. That's what we've been saying. That's yeah. That, that is the theme of these months. Mm-hmm. That's great, Alex. That's I'm glad you're, glad you're out there. Are you, you uh, joining the Gentle Minions trend? Is that it? Gentle Minions? Oh, buddy. Um, <laughs> gentle Hobbit's a good word I saw recently. Mm. But uh, Minions? No, I don't know about that. Don't know about that. People are getting suited up to go see the new Minions movie is the uh, extent of that. Okay. Um... That's all I have to say about the Minions movie for now. Um, Alex, 
We're talking about something near and dear to both our hearts, New York City. Yeah, well, I mean, we're just a couple of New York boys. A couple of New York boys. Alex, you been to New York? No, have you? No, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very funny, though. I realized that my, uh, like, as, as much as I know New York, as many people know New York for, like, a, a wide variety of things, the root, the focal point of my understanding of New York is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I guess that's part of it. It's always talking about Manhattan and whatever. Yeah, Brooklyn. they're in, mutants in Manhattan. They're uh, they, the the Statue of Liberty is constantly, at least in the video games, being stolen or repurposed as a sick robot. Or both. <laughs> uh, it was weird because the recently the the new arcade beat 'em up. Well, not an arcade because it's not in arcade, but in the arcade style, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge came out. And playing through it, I was like, "Wow, yeah, New York." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, my whole understanding of New York really is." From the like 1987 cartoon, I'm like, oh yeah, New York City. Oh yeah, New York at 3 p.m. Yeah, 3 p.m. Yeah, oh yeah, Big Apple. Totally. 3 p.m. <laughs> the Big Apple. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so present in so much media that mm-hmm. like, I mean, I've never been there, but you know, there's so much New York trivia that is common knowledge. Yeah, and it is like the uh, the base template for a large city. I feel like I'm like large cities. Oh yes, like New York. Yeah, it's definitely one of them, you know, and it's been used, um, you know, it gets, it gets copied and, or, uh, what's the word for like, you know, if it's in a comic book, it's not necessarily called New York, but like it's New York, you know? Right. But yeah, if it's like, if it's Metropolis in, uh, Superman. Yeah, or, or... Empire City, which I think is actually, oh, is it, uh, that's. In Infamous, the video game? Empire City, that's right. In Inf- I was just thinking about Infamous. Maybe yeah. that's why I was thinking about it. Yeah, where they actually call it Empire City, which is sort of... I mean, we, I was looking up the name Empire State, which is a nickname for New York mm-hmm. State, but, like, don't necessarily know why. Yeah, it's it on was, their uh, uh, license plates, the Empire State. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess, you know, the states like to have nicknames, right? Yeah. Like Sunshine State. Sunshine State. Or I'm sure other things. Those um, are the two that come to mind. Yeah, there's other ones. Uh, big State is what they call Texas, I think. They call it that? Yeah, so maybe. Everything's bigger in Texas, right? So I have heard that. Maybe they call it the Texas-sized state. The only state that is Texas-sized. The, the exact yeah. size and dimensions of Texas. Wow, hmm. impressive. How do they manage that? How do they do it? Is what I would like to know. Yeah, but yep. that's New York. That's, that's a York. place we've never been, but, you know, it's in, it's in everything. It's in everything. I watched enough Friends, you know? That's right. Friends, uh, fucking other I mean, shows that take place about, in New York. Um, sitcoms, I mean, I'm thinking, like, How I Met Your Mother. How I Met that's Your Mother is a New York, York one. I'm uh, sure a lot more. The hit show Billions, not a sitcom, but definitely takes place in New York. Yeah, like, things happen in New York. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, the other thing about big cities like that is they draw people to them. So it's like, you got your New York, you got your, um, Los Angeles in the United mm-hmm. States. And then of course in Canada, we have like Toronto, I think Montreal to a degree and Vancouver kind of yeah. thing. Like it's, it's the confluence of, of people, just place people. That's right. Beat. Big, big people places. You know, and there yeah. is a big like LA, New York divide. You're either an East coaster or a West coaster, right? true there's some level of rivalry there i think yeah i think it was uh larger back in the day these days it's more arbitrary 
But uh, Alex does beg the question: Are you a you an LA guy or a New York guy? I have no idea. Um, think about probably, this: Have you ever uh, told somebody that you're walking here? <laughs> I have walked here. Alex, you get a big slice of pizza. What do you do? Uh, you just eat it straight, or you fold that bitch up? I, t- I mean, if it's big enough, I'll fold it. For yeah. sure. He's I don't know if New I've York ever or? had actual New York style pizza though. Because I thought that just pizza was New York style pizza, but I've been recently told that's not true. Mm. Um, it's just like Americanized pizza and then New York pizza is like thinner and larger or something. Yeah, and, and it has to be made in a location that's infested with rats, but <laughs> Yeah, which we don't have in Alberta. So No, like, exactly. I, it's impossible to have New York style <laughs> pizza. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think ultimately, probably in terms of like media consumption, it all most of it comes from you know California. California, Alex, you more of an OC guy or more of a friends guy? That's I guess that's the way to think <laughs> yeah, about yeah. it. I mean, I mean, don't make me pick How on could the spot, I? man. It's, you're a Midwest guy for sure. Much. You're uh, yeah, I'm a flyover state. <laughs> you're a flyover state. <laughs> um, excellent, Alex. Let's talk about the next big, big ticket item here. JZ, yeah. as we call him up in the Great White North. As we do. I haven't talked about him since uh, Forever Young, where he did no, the, that was a long the, time the sample Young Forever. Um, yeah, Man of another, a Thousand Nicknames. Which is nice. Having nicknames is good. I've tried to have some nicknames before, but they've never really taken off. Yeah, I think the longest living one for you was probably Mildy. Yeah, and even that didn't last very long. Yeah, that was. I did uh, have a teacher who called me that, so. Oh, weird. Yeah. It was um, Jason's dad. Oh, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. For anyone, you know. For anyone who's curious, yeah. That guy, Jason, his dad, taught me a class. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Called you Mildy. Um,. Yeah, I guess it's, you know, it's tough to get a nickname to stick. I find typically it's the more you fight against it, the harder it sticks. So somebody starts calling you like... Right, I need to not accept these things. I need to pretend like like I don't don't want... And maybe that's why... And you're like, nah. I mean, New York. Now there's something with a lot of nicknames too. Oh, yeah. So, Jay-Z, New York, big... Big was, nickname yeah, hammer. Trying to remember um, Jay Z's nicknames. Puff, Young. Um, I'm not comfortable saying some of them because it's too close to to words I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, and and I think having a lot of nicknames is kind of like a hip hop thing as well. Yeah, maybe it's it's like a sign of your like that, your your reach, right? It's like I got. To quote something else, I have hoes in different area codes. It's like I got different names in different places. Yeah, people I'm so, know me as so widely known. They've got many AKAs, as it were. Yeah, conducting such business and affairs that I need multiple aliases, perhaps. Yeah. So I don't know what that's all about. Uh, I don't think Alicia Keys has many. Nicknames. Yeah, I think she's just got the one. She was like, "I'm about pianos. Let's make that my name." Her first album was called, what, like, Songs in A Minor or something? Yeah. Not Songs in A Minor. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if she was a child at the time when it came out, but no, uh, I didn't she think about not. it long enough or hard enough. Okay. Well, I mean, doing a little bit of math, she was 20 years old. Okay, not a minor. But then are all the songs in A Minor? Who fucking knows? Alicia Keys, Jay-Z. 
These people. What do we know about them, Alex? You, not much. Not much. <laughs> not much, man. Like, they're pop artists that have been around most of our lives, or at least most of our, like, conscious lives. Well, yeah. And uh, they've had songs, you know? I've... It's not like I, it's not like either of them are artists I hadn't heard of or anything. Like these uh, no, are yeah, they artists. they are inescapable. Yeah, just not really Although, artists that I've ever followed. If you had asked me before this week who the the female vocalist was on this track, I would have said Beyonce a hundred percent. It's a fair guess. You it's know? Like, yeah, just because it's Jay Z, I'm affiliated. like, oh yeah, I probably got, and yeah, and there he's clearly affiliated with her in this song because there were lyrics mentioning her. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would <laughs> I would have assumed. <laughs> Otherwise, but here's the thing, Alex. This song's weird. Kind of is. I mean, it's it's like listing a lot of stuff about New York, right? Yeah, it's interesting because it's it was written by two two Americans who, after spending too long in London, England, were like, "Man, fuck London, England. (laughs) Let's hear it for New York." So, but then um, a lot of it is like Jay Z rapping. I assume not exactly the lyrics they wrote. No, he stripped away the verses entirely. Yeah. I don't think they wrote about Jay-Z's childhood, even though yeah. uh, Angela no, Hunt and Jay-Z apparently you? lived in the same building for a while. <laughs> so then I guess the question, so are these their verses the, like, part two version? No, because that's Alicia Keys' verses. She says so, that she had, she wanted to have her mm-hmm. own take on New York or something. So and, now we've got this, like, telephone game where they wrote some verses mm-hmm. that got adapted by Jay-Z. That got adapted by Alicia Keys. Yes. Hmm. I think truly, and I wonder how much of the hook is even them beyond the name of the city. Like, part of me thinks he was just like, yeah, I love that, singing New York really loud. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck the rest of this. And I mean, that hook, that's that's a big hook. I remember hearing that all the time when this song came out. Yeah. And for years later. And you mentioned parodies and, and copies and like... My company, and I don't think this was ever released publicly, but like there's this internal video for letting this be known. (laughs) There's this like internal, I think, video about like company values to the tune of this song. And like they have a mascot character who's like dancing around and you know, doing the I'm rapping, I will wave my hands around thing. Mm. But it's like a mascot suit and like with. And it's like company values. Okay, so they do change the the words around. Yeah, they change the words. I I I skimmed it a bit the other day because I have a, a copy of it stored in my my work computer just in case it goes away. That's incredible. Um. So yeah, it's it's very strange, and that was like a few years later. Like this came out in what oh nine? Yeah, oh nine. I actually forgot. I don't know when that, that would have been, but it must have been like twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen. I'm guessing. Yeah, that's and yeah. So it before is like, I w- before I was even working for them, it is a song that really established itself as being like a, a fixture of popular music, rather than yeah. just like a remember that song from 2009. It is the New York song now, replacing Frank Sinatra's New York, New York, which says New York twice in it. Yeah, this doesn't even <laughs> like. I mean, in the title, it doesn't even say New York. No, it just uses a similar pun to New York State of Mind by Billy Joel. I wonder, uh, I mean, you think that, I guess New York State of Mind maybe became a phrase or was a phrase? I don't know. Maybe, but it's also like New York State. Yeah. And then of mind. Yeah, I guess that's the pun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 
It's it's a strong. But here's what, what where I get a little. Uh, here's where things get more confusing. So it's 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 taken um, from Hunt and and Shulilibik and Shulilibik. And then it has Hunt on the original recording. And okay. then she is asked if she, for some reason, this seems crazy to me that you'd be like, do you want to not be on the track? And like, what you, if I had been asked that question, if I had been hunt, I'd been like, no, fuck you. I wrote this song. And I sang it. And it gets even crazier because she says that, and this was in 2009, she claimed that the original version will one day be released because it is quote, so, so powerful. Her and version. then her version. Yeah. Her version with her vocal tracks on it. Okay. That was in 2009. She said that. I have Googled it, not extensively. She's performed it solo sometimes, like at live events and stuff. But there is no publicly released or even bootlegged original tracking out there. Interesting. So, so I mean, that's the definitive version, I assume, even though it doesn't exist. It's even though it doesn't be. exist. And how powerful can it be? Like, because even like this, this one is a slam jam. Like that yeah. chorus gets stuck in your head forever. It is a, is a hook amongst hooks. And then if it was that powerful, why did she give it up to Alicia Keys? <laughs> yeah, maybe she just wanted to meet Alicia Keys or something. There is, I don't know, this is a, it's a strange one to me, Alex. It's, it, as far as we've talked about business this month, let me tell you, we've talked about business. Oh, we've talked this about one business. is like music business. There's all these different quotes where everybody's kind of like tooting their own horn and being like, oh yeah, Jay-Z brought me on the track and we both just, we, we were like, this is the greatest fucking thing we've ever done. Um, and even talking about the video, there's like high praise. It's all like high corporate praise of themselves and one another. Mm-hmm. And then like even Jay-Z being like, I had the idea to bring Alicia Keys on the track or like, so it's all of this, like, like usually when you hear these quotes about a song, it's like, I don't know. One time I got my ass kicked and then I wrote a song about how much better life would be if nobody <laughs> was kicking my ass. Or like, they're like, I accidentally did this or somebody farted in the microphone and then it sounded like a sick beat. So we looped it like it's usually full of accident and error. And this one, even though she mentions like her nasal infection, she's like, well, I just had to get rid of my cold and then I, I fucking destroyed it. Yeah. Inter- like that. There's so many different and like kind of conflicting stories but everyone's just like yeah we just did it amazing things because we're all amazing yeah ah, uh, we're, yeah not used to stories like that i'm not well, yeah i'm not used to all great. this positivity feels we're very corporate great. to a degree yeah like they they're like don't want to talk about difficulties like well no difficulties no 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 because mm-hmm. they're because they're selling it which is insane because on the other side of this i believe they all believe in the song they're all new yorkers who love new york like the verses are all jay-z just having a nostalgia trip about his life growing up in new york Mm -hmm. so like it's all authentic from that angle and then like the press around it is very press it's strange to me i don't know i um that's that's all i have to say about it yeah i didn't see much of the press but uh i mean that's definitely the song like Mm -hmm. it's it's just like literally just talking about New York, but maybe we should maybe we should discuss the lyrics then. Yeah, we should. So uh, hang on, let me pull them up here. I, I forgot to bring them up. Let me see here. Uh, let me let me uh, just uh, get these up. So okay, here it goes. Uh, first verse. Some folks like to get away, take a holiday from the neighborhood, uh, hop a flight to Miami yeah. Beach or to Hollywood. Hollywood <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. That's a uh, New York state of mind, Alex. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Jay Z, he says, "Yeah." What do we What do we think about this? Yeah. Ah, uh, great intro. Brief, succinct, to the point. Ten. I mean, yeah, the affirmative, the the ultimate affirmative. What else is there to say? Yeah. Uh, so it begins, yeah, I'm out that Brooklyn now. Not I'm a fan that he says, yeah, again. I think it's a bit too much. A bit repetitive. Yeah, it, you know, it was in a good place before, and he just had to bring it back. Questionable. It's, you know, don't bore us, get to the course. We're wasting time with this second, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway. Says, yeah, I'm out that Brooklyn, now I'm down in Tribeca, right next to De Niro, but I'll be hood forever. Let's talk about that really quick. Yeah, Tribeca, had to look that up. It's a film festival, right? Um, it is a it is a film festival. It's a, a neighborhood in Lower Manhattan, okay. and it is actually um, short for Triangle Below Canal Street, allegedly. So it's right. Yeah. So this Tribeca. is dance with like oh, Tribeca. I see. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I see the way it is. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I thought that was neat. I didn't know that. Neat. Nor did I. Um. So that's cool. That is cool. Uh, Robert De Niro, also a resident of Tribeca, and a, so one of the co-founders of the Tribeca Film Festival. Huh. Uh, so Tribeca, high-end, rich. Brooklyn, not. More of a uh, the working man district, more, more impoverished than, say, lower Manhattan. So he's saying he is out of Brooklyn, and now he is in Tribeca next to a great, rich, famous people, such as Robert De Niro. Like De Niro. And, and but he will remain hood forever, though course. he has I mean, left you gotta the neighborhood. The exactly, he's still Jenny from the block. Yeah. To quote J Lo. <laughs> Simple, easy. Um, I'm the new Sinatra, and since I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, they yeah. love me everywhere. Uh, Sinatra also associated with New York. He sang the song "New York, New York" famously. Yes. And then the lyrics in "New York, New York." I made it here, yeah. If, you if make I it, can make it there, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yes. Um, which is going to be referenced again later, I think. Yeah, I believe so. Time. And then um, also, apparently in the first Blueprint album, uh, Jay-Z says he's the Sinatra of his day. So being Frank Sinatra is also like a recurring Jay-Z He likes to think thing. of himself as a Sinatra. And we've talked about Frank Sinatra before. He's mm-hmm. a big deal. He's he had an, an extremely long career. Yes. Um, as like a, I mean a singer, but I was going to try to call that something, I guess a crooner. A crooner. Uh, and yeah, associated with New York. Associated with New York. Now, what did he used to do out here, Alex? He used to cop in Harlem. Oh, yeah, because he was my. a police officer. No. That's right. He used uh, to be a police officer in Harlem. <laughs> Hola, my Dominicanos. Demelo. Uh, D- that must be some sort of Hispanic greeting. Right there up on Broadway, brought me back to that McDonald's, took it to my stash spot, 560 State Street, catch me in the kitchen like a Simmons whipping pastry. Um, yeah. He's, he used to pick up drugs in Harlem. reminiscing now. Yeah. He's reminiscing about creating crack. Yeah, purchasing he does talk cocaine about... and turning it into crack rock. Oh, that's what the That's the whipping pastry. That's the whipping pastry? Okay. Yeah, so this is one of the rare occasions where genius actually doesn't have its head fully up its ass. The kitchen. Okay. Yeah, all right. Fair. Yeah. Enough. Okay. And they say it could also be a reference to Hell's Kitchen. Um I don't know if that's where 560 State Street is though, so yeah, I don't know, State Street, um, or any other streets. And yeah, also so, on Eighth mm-hmm. Street, State Street, Eighth Street. That's right. But he's in Alexis now because he's got so much 
Money. He's got so much money. Yeah, let me quickly touch on whipping like Simmons. Sure. So Russell Simmons, the original Def Jam founder and, and hip-hop pioneer, um, apparently sold fake crack to people. So he would also be whipping up fake crack in his kitchen. Uh. So that, that's the crack. That really seals in the crack selling reference. So yeah, he used to buy drugs on the McDonald's on Broadway, take it back to his home, turn it into crack rock, um, and then I drive very slowly. We'll get why well, I haven't read this verse out. Let's read it. I mean, this is all the same verse, but cruising down 8th Street, off-white Lexus, driving so slow, uh, but BK is from Texas. Burger King, of course. Yes, Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Texan Burger King. So yeah, yeah he's, in a, uh, he's in a nice car. Oh, off-white Lexus is still a nice car, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Um, so he's cruising down. He's driving slow because he's carrying. Is this the is this drugs. the before or the after? I thought the cruising down Eighth Street was um, after because now he's with BK, which is actually Beyonce Knowles. Right. Yes, Beyonce Knowles, who's from yeah. Texas. I thought his yeah. cruising in his Lexus was was um, present day kind of thing. Oh, it could be. Yeah, with he's thinking Beyonce. about that, and then yeah, you're right. He may no longer be selling drugs. Um, yeah. Driving so slow, but BK is from Texas. Um, Texas. Everybody's slow there. They got that southern drawl. That's apparently also associated with the Houston style rap of chopping and screwing. Something we've talked about on the show before. Right, 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 right. Um, I assumed he was driving so slow because he had a <laughs> heap of drugs in the car, though. I mean, maybe. I don't know, man. I don't know. Just, but I don't know why he'd be talking about Beyonce. I don't know why he mentions Beyonce there, actually, regardless of the It's very strange. Well, I think maybe it's just like. I'm the one driving slow, which is strange because you would think it would be my Texan wife, but it's me who is it's out of me driving slow. Bed but also, it's like hard to drive in New York, right? Because there's so many vehicles. Right, it's it's gridlock. So maybe you'd just be driving slow anyway. It could be. So like but she's in Texas, she's not used to that. But I still don't know. Yeah, I think that's I don't what know. that really means. Either it's that he is driving so slow because he wants to show off his off-white Lexus. He's driving so slow because he has got a heap of drugs in the in the glove box. His creamy Lexus. Or because BK just can't handle the high speeds. She's from Texas. Yeah, maybe. They're, they're just slow and drawly in Texas. Yes. But Mia, I'm out that, that bed stoy. 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 <laughs> Which is a, a neighborhood, apparently. It's in a Bedford Stoyvescent. Yeah. Um, home of that boy, Biggie. Biggie Smalls. Notorious B.I.G. Now I live on Billboard and I brought my boys with me. Um, billboard being the physical billboards where you can see JZ advertisements for his varying businesses and himself. And also Billboard the Hot 100. He's on the Billboard charts. Because he does music good. Yes, because he does music good. And not only is he successful, but he brought his boys with him. So we, we get to talk to about one of those boys, Ty Ty. Say what up to Ty Ty, still sipping my ties. Uh, Tyron, Tyron Smith uh, worked along with him for quite a long time. Apparently, currently an A&R executive at Rock Nation. Rock Nation. And the two like drinking my ties together. And watching basketball. Watching basketball. Sitting courtside, Knicks and Nets give me high fives. Hey, there's a word I can't say. I'd be spiked out. I could trip a referee. Tell him by my attitude that I'm most definitely from. Yeah, okay. That's where we get some of this. I mean, he he lines it out, or he outlines it uh, explicitly. But, you know, he's going to the basketball games, but he's also really close because 
you know, he's got all this money. So this is like, this is a, a brag, you know, mm-hmm. good brag. He could, how you can high five the team? The team knows him, right? Like, yes. they recognize him. He's, he's Jay-Z. He's beloved. Um, and uh, he could literally trip a referee, which yes. wouldn't be nice, but he could. And then, of course, you know, the fact that he's saying that at all. He's like, ah, because I'm from from New, New York. York. Now, you know, I got this Alex attitude. I got this New York attitude. Is also a reference to oh. another uh, a courtside sitter, Spike Lee. Okay. So he, Spike Lee is well known for sitting courtside of games. He is spiked out because he is also sitting courtside. He's doing things like Spike Lee does it. But also Spike, yeah, I guess prickly because he could trip a referee because he doesn't like a call or something. And then, of course, yes, by my attitude, you can tell that I'm from Hit the Chorus. Yeah, they kind of overlap a bit there. Yeah. And yeah, okay, this is your hook, mm-hmm. which is like, has become this like insane hook that, I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's like for a while there was just like so massive. It's it was, just, yeah, like, such you a, couldn't escape such it. Such a catchy hook. It was on probably every station's like sizzle reel when, you know, when they whip through like 10 different songs. It's like, Jack, yeah, yeah play what we want. <laughs> Like it'd be on all of those. Yeah. In New York. Dun, 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 dun. And then it'd switch to like 1979 by the Smashing Pumpkins, the only song I could think of. <laughs> the only other song that exists. And, and then Margaritaville, one of yeah. three songs that exists. Yeah. That would be a weird station to roll through those three really quick. That would, I would really believe that it was Play What You Want. If they were like, I don't if know. That was the songs, yeah. <laughs> um, in New York. Ay, yeah, 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 yeah. Concrete jungle where dreams are uh, made of. There's nothing you can't do yeah. now you're in New York. These streets will make you feel brand new. Big lights will inspire you. Let's Big hear it lights. for New York. New York. New York. Of course, there is uh, some hype words from Jay-Z here. Nothing too yeah. like... No, some of them are also... Or maybe that's not... Is that later ones? But like Alicia Keys also joins in on that. Yes. She has some like, yeah, uh... Uh-huh, or whatever. Yeah, just some, just some, some pump up, uh, some words yeah, there. As she sings the hook. Alex, what are the dreams made of? Are they made of concrete? They're made of the city itself. Yeah, the the phrasing is a bit weird because you usually say like, "This is the stuff that dreams are made of," or "This is mm-hmm. like the place where dreams come true." But it sort of mashes them together, so the the city is where dreams are made of. So the actual phrasing doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. Like explicitly, but like it's one of those things. Like we we know what it means. Yeah, right? you hear it and you're like, yes, I understand this. Yeah, this is the place where dreams happen. Like, and I mean, we, we've mentioned there's so many songs about like how great New York is. A lot. Of, I mean, there's New York, New York, which is about how great New York is. And, yeah. Like, how. <sighs> How make how it makes you feel, you know, to be in New York, um, and then we've talked about New York State of Mind, which is more about just like, again, like this being from New York, and and how being from New York, like how you might miss it mm-hmm. or whatever, or or how. And you got a New York minute, which tells you how fast things minute? can change in New York. Yeah, um, the song "Welcome to New York." That's a Taylor Swift song about again similar idea. You know, of like anything's possible here. You can become a new person, sort of thing. And then you've got uh, New York Groove. It's a lot of songs about New York. A lot of songs about New York. Big place, New York. 
Who knew? Uh, there's a whole album called New York by Lou Reed. That's true. Also associated with New York. The yeah, Velvet big New Yorker. Maybe I am a New York guy. You might be a New York guy, Alex. <laughs> um, but yeah, New York. We're, we're expressing that here, too. It's a concrete jungle. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's another song. New York City Streets, parts one and two. Of course. by Triumph, a Triumph. Canadian band. Hell yeah. Uh, we even love New York and Canada. Gotta, what do you know? Gotta slide the uh, Canadian content in. Gotta get that CanCon in there. Um... And yeah, it just makes you, like, again, it makes you feel brand new. Like, you can be a different yeah. a different person. A better person, presumably. But there's nothing you can't do. Yeah, yeah, you're inspired by large lights. Yeah, they're, they're big. They're bright, presumably. Yeah, it really brings to mind, like, what, Times Square, right? Where there's all the big fucking electric billboards. Yeah. A classic, so, classic sight. Yeah, it's just, it's so, so excited about New York. Yeah, buddy. Let's hear it for New York. Um, boom, there you go. Alex, verse two. Catch yeah. me at the X with OG at a Yankee game. Um, there's so, like I'm really I'm just leaning on genius for this. Yeah, it's just stuff about New York that I didn't know. Like the X, it's part of the Bronx. Part of the Bronx, where Yankee Stadium is. OG is another one of his friends. Yes, and the co-owner of the Forty Forty Club, his sports bar, his luxury yeah. sports bar chain. So cool. So we talked a bit about in the end of the first verse how beloved he is. He is so beloved that shit, I made the Yankee hat more famous than a Yankee can. Yeah, which is um, fair enough. Fair He's enough. kind of he known for wearing the hat, loves right? loves the Yankees. He wears the Yankee hat. Um, he goes on to express not only how famous he is, but his love for the Yankees. You should know I bleed blue, but I ain't a crip, though. But I got a gang of walking with my clique, though. So bleed blue also a reference to royalty. It was it was a weird racist aristocratic thing, classist. Um, bleeding blue was a, mm-hmm. a sign of royalty. But he's saying so he's calling himself royalty. He's calling himself a uh, fan of the Yankees, who of course blue is their their background color for their team logo. But he is specifying that he is not a crip. But I think the rest of that is to say that crips like him, or like. That he has support? Yes. Like, he's like, but I got friends, so, like, don't mess with me anyway. Yeah, he's like, I have have gang affiliations. Not in the gang, but also still don't, you know, that doesn't mean you can do what you want, As the kids say these days, he's got shooters. Sure. Kids say that? Fuck yeah, they do, Alex. Yeah. I haven't been listening to children for years. You've never seen that photo where the guy like takes a picture of a stingray and he's like, I should pop this guy just to let him know Steve Irwin still got shooters out here. <laughs> and then there's like a sequel tweet where he's like, I've, I've made peace with it. And he's like touching the stingray or some shit. Oh, um, um, classic, an internet maybe. classic, Alex. But yeah, he's saying I am very popular and I love the New York Yankees. <laughs> Um, here we get to some quintessential New York imagery. It's going to come up in every version of the song. Welcome to the melting pot corners where we sell and rock. Rock being crack rock. Yeah. And of course, the melting pot's the idea. It's um, cultural melting pot. Cultural melting pot. Uh, one like concept of America is that's cultural melting pot where people come from all over the place. And then we sort of combine cultures. Mm-hmm. Often, often it's sort of... Uh, used as a 
in opposition to the idea of a cultural mosaic where the cultures yes. stay distinct but still come together everything where it, you perhaps lose some identity but that's a discussion for another day yeah we're i i couldn't tell you which is a better model for society yeah but i do remember when we were like growing up when we were like in like junior high school i remember hearing them like well the united states is more of a melting pot but canada is more of a mosaic and i don't know if that's true but that's what but that's you know, definitely i heard told, from like yeah. teachers that was the narrative i yeah i heard the same thing couldn't tell you if it's true but i can tell you about africa bombada shit yeah, tell me about that Africa Bombada shit. Um, I don't really know that much. It's uh, so Africa Bombada is uh, like a New York hip hop, uh, like what would you call it? Fixture figure, important part. Their 1982 single "Planet Rock" apparently revolutionized revolutionized New York hip hop. Yeah, which obviously this a hip hop song about New York has something to uh, you know should give that some credit. Yeah, has to shout out that. Yes, and then we get into not only the, the melting pot of people and cultures, but the melting pot of different types of cabs. Yeah. Yellow cab, gypsy cab, dollar cab, holla back for foreigners, it ain't fair, they act like they forgot how to add. Is that just about, like, different types of cabs and then, like, trying to, like, scam someone out of money? Like, or That's not my understanding of your fare correctly, or perhaps... Overcharge? Overcharge, yeah. Take them down some back streets and, you know, a, a, a roundabout way to their destination. Uh, classic cabby behavior. So there's three yeah. types of cabs here. The yellow cab, we all know and love. A gypsy cab, which is an illegal, unlicensed taxi. And a dollar cab, which is even more illegal. Um, apparently localized to the Brooklyn area and would famously just let tons of people, as many people. So if you had like 10 people, are like, fuck yeah, pop the trunk, get in there. We'll we'll strap some people to my ski rack on top or whatever. Like we'll get y'all home for cheap. And yeah, that's that's the three three degrees of cabbies in, in New York. <laughs> yeah, which I didn't know about. I mean, no, I knew I almost didn't. none of what any of this was. I just know yellow cabs. Yeah, and we are not. They're not even all yellow. You know. I know they're just famously man. yellow, but we got Famous other colors though. of cab. Yeah, you gotta. Um, and yeah, they, they rip off foreigners because they were like, oh, shit, dude, thousand bucks to get you from the airport to your hotel. And they're like, oh, no, guess that's just what things cost in New York, in the New city York. that never sleeps. That's hey, there's right. another nickname. Hey, it'll come up later, too. Eight million stories out there in the naked city is a reference to the film The Naked City from 1940, <laughs> wherein they say the line, there are eight million stories in the naked city. This has been one of them. Wow. Hey, listen, Incredible. it's not all layered references. <laughs> it's, <Yeah. awesome. laughs> it's a pity half y'all won't make it me. I got a plug special ed. I got it made. Special ed, another New York another rapper, rapper from Brooklyn who has a song called I Got It Made. And he's yeah. saying it sucks that a lot of you are not going to make it in the city. As for myself, I'm like special ed, baby. I got it made. And he's um, made then it. we get a line so complex, so confusing, so strange. And you, it has some verified annotation on it on Genius, and you think, thank God, we're going to get some, some clarification. From we really Dwayne don't. Wade. So, yeah, if Jeezy's paying LeBron, I'm paying Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade, famous basketball player, 
Um, he says of this, this is when I felt like I made it in pop culture. Once Jay-Z did it, I felt like I was on that respect level of artists that I respect. I remember where I was. I was with my guys and we were hanging out and somebody texted me like, yo, listen to this song. So I listened to it. And then when I heard it, I'm just like, did you just say what I think he said? And so, yeah, he's excited about it. Now you need to understand what we need to understand about this is the, the song he is referencing by Jay-Z. So Jeezy, in a song that I probably forgot to write down the title of, um, he references player jersey numbers to symbolize how much he pays for a kilogram of cocaine. So he okay. references, in the I song, see. he references uh, two different players, one with the number 24 and then LeBron with the number 23, saying he plays, pays 23 grand for a kilo of coke, a brag that he's now paying for less. Jay-Z says, if Jeezy is paying 23 grand, I'm paying three grand. I am paying a Dwayne Wade. Per okay, kilo. that was not apparent. <laughs> no, I had to fucking, I had to go deep on this one, by which I mean uh, Google what the fuck was going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this song is pretty much entirely references. And like we said, not all of them are deep, but that one is about as deep as it gets. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is veiled in, in, <laughs> in many things. But yeah, so that's what he's saying is he's flexing on Jeezy by saying, buddy, I barely pay a fucking dime for my cocaine. I can get cocaine for so little money, you don't even know. Brother, it's Costco prices out here for me. Get a whole pallet of cocaine. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane that he's paying three grand while other people are paying 23 grand. Yeah, and he's got all that money. Yeah, he's a billionaire. Doesn't have to be paying three... You know, he could pay the extra 20 grand. He could pay the extra 20 grand. Anyway, that's a lot of cocaine. That is a lot of cocaine. And then that's why in the following lines here, there are references to the number three, because that is Dwayne Wade's jersey number. And so he reinforces that three dice, CeeLo, three card, Marley. He's also, of course, referencing CeeLo Green and Bob Marley. Labor Day Parade, rest in peace, Bob Marley. Yeah. So why is Bob Marley associated with New York? So I guess um, at some point you just gotta. Oh, they had a. Yeah. So if you look at that invitation. A, oh, it's just talking about the Labor Day Parade. Annual West Indian oh. Carnival in Crown Heights, Brooklyn on Labor Day that includes a parade. Uh, Jay pays homage to the West Indian residents in Brooklyn okay. and shouts out the musical Fair leader enough. of the region, Bob Marley. So that's. When they say West Indian, yeah, they mean Caribbean. It's the West Indies. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, and then he shouts out Bob Marley, a Statue of Liberty, long live the world trade. So he also shouts out 9 11. You got to shout out 9-11. Now, this was, of course, after 9-11 happened. Yes. So. So that's, yeah. yeah. It's, so, yeah, he's like, long live the world trade, even though it is, you know, no longer there. Long live the king, yo. He's not talking about Elvis or Michael Jackson. He's talking about a notorious B.I.G. Oh, that makes sense, because he has the crown. I'm, I'm ripping a lot of this straight from genius. Listen, man. Yeah. I'm out here on a limb. thought maybe he was talking about himself. He does um, kind of refer to himself as royalty. But all, and like also, because like he's, he, before, you know, he said he had blue blood. And also he could just be referring to like the state generally, like New York is the king. Right. And he's from the Empire State. Yeah. Maybe he's saying everybody's, because yeah, this, after the Dwayne Wade reference is a lot of references to just I, like New York royalty, as it were. CeeLo yeah, Green, yeah. Bob Marley, uh, the Statue of Liberty, the World Trade Centers, and Long Live the King. They're all the kings. They're all the kings the king. on yeah. this blessed day. Um, boom, hit the chorus. And then we get to verse three, which is uh, just shaming women. <laughs> yeah, for a bit. Yeah. 
They need blinders, apparently. Lights is blinding. Lights is blinding. Girls need blinders so they can step out of bounds quick. The sidelines is lined with casualties who sip the life casually, then gradually become worse. Don't bite the apple, Eve. So he's saying, yeah, women... <laughs> it's, it's weird because, like, it should just be everyone. But he's like, you fucking women need to focus and not be drawn in by the casual vice of New York. And then he also talks about, like, prostitution for a bit. Yeah, so from there, he's like, don't bite the apple. He says, caught up in the in crowd, and now you're in style. He says, into the winter, but he says it so it sounds like Anna Wintour, who is the, uh, or at least who was the editor-in-chief of Vogue. So uh, into the winter shit. gets cold, and Vogue with your skin out. I, this is, again, I am just, yeah. genius is a life raft here. Oftentimes on the show, we talk about how bad genius is. But when it comes to I mean, there's just, we need facts. to, like, even if they are fucking this up, like, we have no way to know. We have no way to know. We're so far out of our depth. <laughs> like, we, we need help on this one. But it makes sense, because he's talking, because InStyle is also a magazine. Yeah. Um. So he's, he says, now you're InStyle, and a winter gets cold, and Vogue, Vogue and InStyle 2 fashion magazines, with your skin out, City of Sin is a pity on a whim, good girls gone bad, the city's filled with them. Um, so he's saying like this is he's like this is what happens to you. You get caught up with the in crowd. You try your best to stay in vogue to the point where you're you're getting frostbite out there basically in the winter just to be because, in vogue because you're wearing small dress or something. Yes. Um. And the, there's the city's filled with all sorts of these good girls doing the same shit. So then he he goes like yeah. Pull and back a biblical a reference. Don't bite the apple. Eve. Don't bite the apple. Eve. Yeah, he's he's getting religious here, and it comes back. He says, yeah. "Mommy took a bus trip." Now she's got her bust out, titties. Everybody ride her, just like a bus ride. I want to be clear, titties wasn't part of the line. That was me saying that. Yeah, that was editorializing. (laughs) That was editorializing. Everybody ride her just like a bus route. So there's your prostitution. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, Hail Mary to the city, you're a virgin, and Jesus can't save you. Life starts when the church ends. So I think here, um, like Genius provides two, I think it is the second definition, Hail Mary being a last-ditch attempt at success. Yeah, yeah, but it's all, like, religious imagery here, right? Yes. Um, and of course, the, the virgin uh, juxtaposed with the last fucking lines about prostituting yourself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, like, when you said, life starts when the church end, I think. I mean, this whole time, it's... He already just called it City of Sin. Sin City, mm-hmm. I believe, is another name for New York specifically. Sin City, isn't that... It's comic Vegas? Book? Oh, maybe it is Vegas. Is it Vegas? I, th- I think it's Vegas. Anyway, let's say it's not New York, because I have no realized reason to think that specifically. But he does refer to it as a City of Sin. Yes, yes, he does. Um, and that ties in with his religious imagery. Um, so the idea is like this: like you can't be here if you're trying to adhere to this like moral code because we're beyond that. Is that what he's saying? I don't know. I think he's saying you need to be pretty tough to succeed because the city is surrounded by sin. Remember, he starts us oh, off by saying girls need blinders. So that they don't become one of these casualties who get sucked in by vice. Don't bite the apple, yeah. Eve. Because all the roads along the... All the roads we have to walk are winding, and all the lights that lead us there are blinding. Are blinding, exactly, Alex. Because, yeah, he's telling them don't bite the apple. So he's not saying that and then being like, 
well, you gotta sin to get by in this city, baby. It's... <laughs> I think that's conflicting. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Sin and then, City is a nickname that may be applied to an urban area that caters to various vices. Okay, so fucking anywhere. As long as it's not the countryside. So, United States. Then you're in Sin County, California, baby. California, sometimes Los Angeles. Sometimes New York City is called that. Or Atlantic City. Or Las Vegas or Reno or Chicago. Miami. Chicago. Yeah, apparently just like any big city. <laughs> Let's look under... Actually, North America doesn't show canada we don't have one no sin cities up here baby nope we don't sin in canada Never. um yeah and the other thing about your life starts when the church ends is like when everybody's in church they're on their best behavior right yeah and true. it is sort of like a reprieve from the rest of your life you can be as good as you want in church and it won't the second you step out those doors it's a different world baby so you can't just pray your way to success. Life starts when the church ends. And then there he you says, go. came here for school, graduated to the high life. Ball players, rap stars, addicted to the limelight. It's a reference to Rush. Um, <laughs> MDMA got you feeling like a champion. The city never sleeps. Better slip you. An ambient. An ambient. Lots of drugs. Lots of drugs. MDMA, of course, ecstasy. Um... Known for making you feel very good. Make you feel Ecstatic good. Ecstatic, even. Uh, and then he's saying, like, you gotta chill out, though. So, here, take an ambient, a sleep pill to... Because you gotta s slow your roll, hold your horses, put your blinders on. Chill out, if you're gonna make it in New York. That's pretty much it. We get the, uh... Is this where we get the, the bridge? Yeah, yeah the we get bridge the chorus, comes in, we get another the chorus... Bridge comes in, One hyping, hand in up, the air. hyping up New York. That's right. One hand in the air for the big city. Street lights, big dreams, all looking pretty. No place in the world that could compare. Put your lighters in the air. Everybody say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hyping up the city. I don't think there's like a whole lot there other than like, this is almost like a performance, you know? Yeah. Like, put your hands in the air for this. I'm like, I'm on the bus, but sure. This is the, the lyrical equivalent of that big uh, foam finger that just says number one on it. <laughs> number one. NYC, number one. Yeah, and then you get the chorus again. New York, baby. Friggin' New York. The ultimate, like, moral of this song, New York. New York. Yeah, it's also very, I think, nostalgic. Yes. Because a lot of it is just, I mean, specific to Jay-Z. In many ways. It's interesting because it's but nostalgic. But a lot of, like, New Yorkisms. But, he, yeah, and he also talks about, like, his present life in New York True, as well. and so how great he nostalgia. is. I guess so. Like, things he likes about the city, some nostalgia, some present-day stuff. But it is very much, like, just things I like in New York. Yeah. These are a few of my favorite things about New York. <laughs> These are a few of my favorite things about New York. About New York. <laughs> Um, selling crack, one of the big things. Yeah, that comes up a couple times. Assorted drugs, buying drugs for cheap. Because you get for bulk discount price. rates. Or something. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
And then how do they talk, how do they make this music, Alex? How how could they possibly? How do make they it? make this music? Well, the nice thing about it is that I don't think the music is as complex as the lyrics. Yeah, I think we're gonna breeze uh, through this instrumentation. Yeah. So I, it comes mostly from a piano sample from a song "Love on a Two Way Street" Love by on the Two Way That's right. Um, and that's primarily this piano. It's sped up quite a bit, though. Yeah, it's that boom. Yeah. So it's the low part. Yeah, like you said. So they got some chords in the low, and then chords in the high but the chords in the low is more like it's more motion there's different chords and then you go to the high and it just stays static on one chord and i really associate just that sound like the repeated i mean the repeated piano chords is often used in pop music but yeah the way they played here it's it sounds like very hip-hop to me or at least a particular era or type of yeah for sure i associated that it's not like a cluster chord but it almost it feels like not all the notes get hit at exactly the same times. So that mm. something about it. Yeah, and like and maybe you said, it is song was so processed. So like, it's not like they just straight raw ripped some '60s song, or whatever year it was made. It is sped up and and, yeah. and altered. So yeah, they are bringing out that specific, I think, rap piano sound. Yeah, and adding like a pretty heavy like hip hop beat to it too. Yeah, because we do actually open on that hip hop beat. <laughs> and yeah that that part is cool very cool um yeah and then you get it backed by the piano and that dun 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 which i think is also ripped from the uh love on a two-way street yeah i think so i don't know plus stop i think with some production but it is yeah, everything's guzzied up a bit yeah it's it's actually shocking how much of it is based in that sample because even the uh, the string buildup to the chorus is straight from that song from Love on a Two Way Street. Is it? I yeah, didn't no- I didn't and weirdly that. enough, you can get all of that in like maybe the first like thirty seconds of that song. <laughs> like I was like, okay, I'll have to listen to this and yeah, see where, where all the is. things come up. And I just like hit it, and it's like, oh, there's that, that, and that. I was like, oh, I guess yeah. I'm done. But it does pop in those like low strings, right? Mm-hmm. For that. Um, for that build-up, it's almost like we call it a chorus, or I guess, no, I'm thinking of the Alicia Keys version more so. Mm-hmm. Um, so I won't say that. Well, yeah, because there's a pretty clear divide between Jay-Z rapping and Alicia Keys singing. And yes, and like, build-up between. As much as, like, they overlap slightly, like, obviously he does the hype stuff, but, like, when he says, at the end of his, um versus the last thing that he would generally say is New York. He doesn't say that. Mm-hmm. At least yeah, he really tees it up. In and then and then that kind of overlaps and then she says New York and then that is kind of that yeah. right there. New York. That's that hook. Yeah. You know? And it's very strong. It is strong. One thing drives me fucking crazy about it though. I was listening oh. to it one morning this week and I was like, what the fuck is that noise? So every time chorus? she says, yeah, in the chorus, every time she says New York, there's this thing in the back that goes, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there is. <laughs> and I was just like, cause I would like, sometimes you hear these noises in a song and you're like, is there something, especially in my neighborhood, I'm like, is something going on outside? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So then you have to like wait for the sound to come again and then pause during it to see if that stops the sound on his tracks. Yeah, I have to do that probably less. 
but sometimes, especially when it sounds like it's coming from a different direction. Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Um, yeah, the chorus also has a lot of like ambient sounds. I think it's mostly just Alicia Keys doing various yeah. harmony vocals. But that's all there, so that fills out the space a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but not as much as in the upcoming Alicia Keys solo version. Yeah, and like this is we we pretty much cracked the code here. This is all that really goes on. We yeah, back like to the what verse. else? Oh, we go back to the beat, and I guess the other thing is the the bridge like middle eight, the, end. the bridge yeah. slash middle eight. Um, yeah. like the piano briefly cuts out, but then comes back, and they're not doing like the beat piano. I think it's just like chords, and like this is actually Alicia Keys, or maybe it's just some more sample chords. I don't know. Obviously, she plays the piano, but not really in this song, like a bit. Right. It's mostly the sample. Um, and then it's, yeah, it's Alicia Keys singing that part. And then they go into a chorus, which is all Alicia Keys. It doesn't have hype from Jay-Z. That's right. It's, yeah, just clean Alicia Keys. Yeah. Alicia plus Keys. Alicia plus Keys. And then, yeah, you kind of just leave on that. Yeah, that's the song. That's the song. Very simple. Simple um, instrumentally, um, catchy, very catchy. catchy hook. It's a dopamine machine, man. Yeah, absolutely. And like a lot of rap lyrics, rap lyrics that like I've never ever picked up on once. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I don't. You know, I don't want to diminish their role in this song. But like being someone who listened to it in the background more than anything, I like just knew the chorus. Uh, yeah, like, and I kind of had an idea that there was rapping going on, but I also wouldn't have been able to necessarily tell you it was a Jay Z song. Fair enough. Like it's uh, this is built to to hit the hook. That's this song is built for everybody to go New York. We all fucking lose our minds. Concrete jungle. Not even that. No one's gonna say the no, concrete. Yeah, I didn't part. even know the concrete jungle. I even they're in my gonna head, be like, I'm sometimes dun, 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 like dun, dun, there's some syllables I gotta new. fill. I'm like fancy places where you can go to. Yeah, but like that melody is still pretty strong. It's just like the words don't necessarily matter that much. Yeah, I'm like because it's just it's just Jay Z telling you a story about New York. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's. Like, yeah, it, like, and uh, not to diminish the quality of writing, as we talked about in the lyric analysis, there is like classic rap density to a lot of these lines, where it's like, well, there's ten different meanings here. Yeah, things that like just totally go beyond us. But that's the other part. It's like you can't get a lot, or I guess there's two sides of it. One, you can't get a lot of the stuff in this song just by listening to it, mm-hmm. especially if you're not from New York. But also it, you know, encourages you to listen more and to research. So that's interesting in itself. Yeah. And I guess gives it some longevity as a pop title. Because once you've, you've got that chorus in your head, we're like, well, let me sit with this verse and see what's going on. See what Jay-Z's yeah. actually talking about here. Which is so much stuff. So much stuff. You're like, I mean, oh, there's some McDonald's on Broadway. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And that's the song. It has two music videos, Alex. Oh, two music videos? Truthfully. I watched just one. Well, it sucks to suck, Alex. Somebody didn't didn't read the Wikipedia page thoroughly enough. No, I didn't. Um, so the the, just... the one that matters, the other one is like a weird one. So the, I'll tell. Let's talk about the one that doesn't matter. The alternative one, directed by Justin Wu, where it's a bunch of supermodels is... who poorly lip sync to the song around Manhattan. Um, how do you, how do I find that? I'm just 
Like just, if I, just... I, I would just put Empire State of Mind just in Woo, and it'll be from like Life and Times, as I think the uh, oh, okay. the video uploader. Oh, it's mostly just footage of like the st- people on the street, yadi da day. Yeah, specifically supermodels on the street, dibbity da day. Okay, I see. Anyway, really, really not worth talking beyond that. It's some but of the, the worst one that I've ever seen. Let's talk about the one that matters, Alex. Let's talk about the one that is directed by Hype Williams, an American music video and film director, film producer, screenwriter. Um, first, Alicia Keys told MTV News, quote, it is a masterpiece video. The way it's put together, it is so New York. You totally get it and understand it. It's artistic. It's hard. It's beautiful. It's like everything. And definitely getting to be in the middle of Times Square on my piano with Jay representing our home city is a triumph. It was unbelievable. Wow. Um, I mean, that's more of that marketing, I guess. Yeah, that is high praise for... I mean, the, the video works. It's good. Yeah, I mean, considering the content of the song is a lot of, like, references to New York and stuff, the fact that a lot of the video is just flashing images of, like, stuff in New York. Yeah, it's predominantly a PowerPoint sure. of New York City. Really. Makes sense. Yeah, oh, PowerPoint, sure, but, like, the one... what What's the one that comes bundled with, like, uh, Mac OS? Where... <laughs> Where you can like do different tra- like fancy transitions and stuff. Oh, um, I don't know. More easily than PowerPoint. Don't remember. Anyway, that one. This is you know this was made on a Mac. You know what I'm saying? This is, oh yeah, we got that. We got some of that Mac glow on this. Anyway, yeah, lots of shots of signs, streets, buildings. It's all black and white, at least at first. Um, writing, and then it'll show Jay Z. Yeah, rapping in front of various buildings. Stuff on streets, sitting on things, standing in front of things. Mm-hmm. Often not looking directly at the camera. No, yeah, typically looking around, being like, look at all this New York around me. Yeah, wearing various clothes. Yeah, very hats, different, different, different New York get-ups. Sunglasses. Cool sunglasses. Yeah. Um, and then of course you get those like far away, uh, shots of like the Empire State Building. Yeah. And like big, I guess they drone shots. I don't know. Yeah. Aerial shots at the very least. Of the city. And then once we get to the chorus, that's, you described it already. Yeah. In the quote, Alicia Keys in Times Square in a, in a, yeah, just like jamming on a piano. Yeah. She's got a grand piano, which has like a city skyline on it. Mm hmm. Um, and she's like standing also, she's in heels and like yeah. leather. Yeah. Standing, uh, playing that standing piano. Standing, playing the piano and like kind of bouncing. Yeah. Bouncing along to kinda it. Kind of bouncing, which is, I don't know. It looks a little, a little silly, but, um, but it is also a good shot. <laughs> yeah. It's like very exciting. And the wind, is the wind blowing? Um, no, it's not. Should nah. be. Uh, and yeah, she's in Times Square. There's a McDonald's in the background. There's a McDonald's in the background. Not the one that Jay-Z was buying cocaine at. Presumably. Presumably. Do you think that McDonald's put up a sign being like, yeah, we're the one that <laughs> Jay-Z was buying coke at? <laughs> we're the cocaine McDonald's. Come to the I, I would like cocaine to know McDonald's. what happened to that. If that is like a customized grand piano that has a New York City skyline on it and where that is. Where it is, yeah. Uh, and if it was borrowed or perhaps created for this video specifically. Specifically, yeah. I wonder if you can you can play it, but only if you play songs about New York on it. Yeah, just play those chords only. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, all the oh, other, yeah, all the other keys broken. have been like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> popped out. 
Um, also, this is uh, it became becomes apparent that this is the censored version at one point. Oh yeah, because he can't um, say shit, can't say and he, shit. obviously he can't say the n word on TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can say it; they just won't let other people hear it. Yeah, and it's just like it's the. I mean, I guess most this is what songs do because you don't want like a beeping sound. Yeah. You just, you know, turn the volume down. on the. Yeah, you don't want a fucking phone tone. Isn't there. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe that would fit in the music. Hmm. Could. Interesting. But not. Um, what else is there to this video, right? The, the they switch color, color. And, they, yeah. and they sing on stairs. Mm-hmm. It's red funny stairs. when they're singing on the red stairs. Um, not really funny. Just. Um, like Jay Z, I mean, he's got to be cool, right? Yeah. So he's got to be a little disinterested. Yeah. But Alicia Keys is like so into it. Is giving it. And yeah. He's just kind of like he's like yeah, there, like bobbing. He's bobbing the cool guy it. at a concert. He's like yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like yeah. waving her hands around and like yeah singing to nobody because there the is camera. no audience. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of funny seeing them beside each other. Yeah. It and is, like uh, doing choreography, and he's like, "I'll move, wave my hand a bit." But she's like, "Point." wave arm you know yeah i definitely when watching it i was like man shooting music videos is awkward it was like my thought it's gotta be i mean i guess it's like performing on a stage in that you have to do something and everyone's just staring at you yeah um my last thought about this video really is that aerial shots of new york always make me think of you guessed it the teenage mutant ninja turtles <laughs> <laughs> The, the 90s one, the original. Yeah, I mean, what doesn't make you think of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Uh, pretty much everything makes me think of it. You're right. Uh, but specifically, Pizza, there TMNT. is a... Hockey? TMNT? TMNT. Specifically, what there is a shot... What else do we have in Canada? ...in that film where uh, where Raphael... It's at the beginning of the film where Raphael loses his, his sigh. And then he shouts, Damn! And it, or is that after he gets beat up by Casey Jones? It's one of the two moments he shouts that out, and then it like it pulls out to an aerial shot of New York City, implying that his his shout was like so loud, it so <laughs> loud that citywide. Um, which is later parodied in an episode of the hit TV show uh, Nirvana, the band, the show. Uh, where of course they're in Toronto, but it, he says, "Damn!" and it pulls out to an aerial view of New York. Oh, was that specifically a TMNT? Very specifically a TMNT reference. Wow. Um, yeah, those guys rock. That's yeah. all I've got to say about this music video, though, Alex. Let's talk about some freaking cover versions. Yeah, so we're deep in this episode. And... So the first cover version is actually a yeah. sequel song, and uh, we've already talked about it a yeah. bit. It's Alicia Keys in the year, what, 2010? Even if it ain't all it seems, I got a pocket full of trees, baby. Same yeah, it's time frame, right? Yeah, it's literally like a month after. Like, yeah, it, this comes so, out late 2009, and she like obviously we've already later. been talking about Alicia Keys a bunch, and we also mentioned what this song is, which is basically a reinterpretation of the Jay Z like rap verses, but it's yes. like more of a pop song. It's called Empire State of Mind, brackets part two, broken down outside of the brackets. Damn. Yeah, which a lot of it is that, like it's 
a broken down in terms of like there's less stuff going on yes so she says of the song i definitely wanted to give my version of it and my vision of how i see new york and how it feels to me i wanted to do it for my style more broken down more on piano more voice and intimacy so that's what i did i imagined if i was able to sing this whole song how would i do it so i just sat down on my piano and i kind of broke it down and started singing about new york as i see it and it turned out great um new york as she sees it is super generic in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess, I mean, should we talk about these lyrics? We let's, probably let's don't bang spend through too much these. time on them. Verse one, uh, grew up in a town that is famous yeah. as a place of movie scenes. Noise is always loud. There are sirens all around and the streets are mean. If I can make it here, I can make it anywhere. Anywhere. Wait, I can make it anywhere. That's what they say. Seeing my face in lights or my name in marquees found down on Broadway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's famous town. It's in movies. Um, it's loud. It's like loud. The city and some examples of that. Um, and still then, of course, the same Sinatra reference. Yep, Sinatra reference. Make it here, I can make it anywhere. Um, don't know what it means to see your face in lights. Uh, to but be in obviously, the spotlight, Alex. Oh, yeah, that makes or sense. Or my name and Marquis found down on Broadway to experience yeah. the fame that is, is inherent in New York City. Because her name is on signs because she performs. That's like, you could get that in a thousand songs, this idea of New York. Say what you will. Maybe the, the Jay Z lyrics are too exclusionary towards, like, but, it, but it is personal, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I guess, I guess so. But yeah, th- this part of the city, other than her mentioning Broadway specifically, it's like, yeah, it's a city. It's a city. Um, it's the loud city in movies. Uh, the hook starts, even if it ain't all it seems. I got a pocket full of dreams, baby, out from New York. Whatever. Yeah. Pocket full of and dreams, I think, is another Sinatra reference. That sounds um, right. Verse two on the avenue, there ain't ever a curfew. Ladies work so hard. And this is my favorite part that makes her return because this is in her personal version of it. This is her her vision of New York. Such a melting pot on the corner selling rock. Selling rock. <laughs> Wait a damn minute. What is with it with selling crack cocaine? I, so I guess it's important. It must be important to New York. I don't know. I've not been there, but I imagine as soon as you get off the plane, they offer you. Yeah, it's like when rock. you go to Hawaii, they give you the, <laughs> the lay. The lay. <laughs> Yeah, in New York, it's a crack pipe. It's a crack pipe. So yeah, on the avenue, there ain't over curfew. Ladies work so hard. Is she talking about prostitutes there? Maybe. Um, I mean, it seems to be. And I guess maybe the, the selling the crack rock, selling rock, preachers pray to God. Sorry, I'm whipping through these, Alex. But it yeah. is to, to juxtapose, right? You see right. on a, any given corner, this is such a melting pot. Moral amoral kind of. Yes. Um, hail a gypsy cab take me down from Harlem to the Brooklyn Bridge those are places in New York someone sleeps tonight with a hunger far more than an empty fridge a hunger for fame a hunger for something a hunger for more but that's also tying in with the idea that like it's a place where people go to become successful or famous yes because this is where dreams are made of draws people in yes where dreams are made of Um, and that's it for new lyrical content here it is definitely uh, sanitized compared to the to the original version yeah more straightforward yes poppy poppy broken down broken down for sure now yeah how does she do it she breaks it down she puts it on that piano yeah it's mostly now on the piano mostly uh piano chords now supposedly Mm -hmm. supposedly there was originally supposed to be another jay-z verse that's right that never happened i don't know if it was recorded and didn't make it in or if it just didn't happen at all yeah there's a moment where the drums kick in in this song closer to the end end. i would bet money that's where jay-z was supposed to come in probably well that's kind of where the songs get to the same place right like yeah their their outro is very very similar Mm -hmm. the rest of the song i mean we mentioned already it's mostly just around the piano 
Um, yes. Her voice sounds very similar. It's more softer overall, and you get more of the like ambient string stuff and like some of those like symbol, soft symbol rolls. Yeah. Um, those little piano like walk downs after each line too. That yeah, yeah, transitions or turnarounds or whatever. Oh yeah, right. The like quick arpeggios. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I would also say like the way she does the hook slash chorus section, she has like a lead in, which I would probably call a pre-chorus even though it's very short but yeah you know even if it ain't all it seems i got a pocket full of dreams i mean that lead-in is still kind of there in the original this sounds like just a more like acoustically reconstructed version of that same lead-in yeah just here there's so much like focus on it yeah there's and more space like, for it to build mm-hmm. that I, it just seems to me like it's not really the same thing as the chorus because once like that's such a tension builder and yeah. then the chorus relieves that tension so much yeah and i would like genius puts in those lines that are part of the pre-chorus as part of the hook i would argue that yeah like you're saying those are yeah. pre-chorus baby i got a pocket full of dreams it's the best shit you ever seen in new york yeah. then you're in the chorus yeah so anyway, just a thought about the structure. Yeah. Um, and this is like we said, it's a softer version, but those that, that chorus still hits. Yo, still got yeah, that absolutely. power in it. I it's, mean it's still strong. There's there's a quality to it. Like it's very similar performance mm-hmm. in terms of how the words are sung in the chorus. And there's a ton of like echo reverb, more so even than the original. Oh one. yeah. Um I also thought, like, it's kind of an interesting way, like, the idea that she is reinterpreting it, you know? Like, that she's taking what he, taking the, like, rap verses. Yeah. And then turning them into more of, like, a pop verse. So that, like, interesting that we don't see that more. I guess it's kind of an ego thing, like, if you were covering a well-known song, to be like, we're gonna kind of sing it. We're gonna change all the verses. Yeah. Like, that would be, (laughs) that would be really hard to do. Yeah, it's a tough move. I mean, you really got to sell it, right? Like, But I think for this song in particular, which is just an anthem about New York, like her lyrics aren't... Yeah, and she was part of it, too. And she was part of the original. So to just be like, well, let's write about how awesome New York is. Here are some New York things. Gypsy cabs, crack rock, um, preachers, (laughs) no curfew. Bars are open till four here. Like, it's that's it's it's a pretty easy. It's a tourism song, right? Like, you you can plug in In just about anything. As opposed to the original Statue of Liberty, Empire State Building, and the Chrysler Building. It's the Chrysler Building, and like that might be Chicago. In any case, she could just name like she could just list off landmarks. Central Park, Spider Man was raised here. Fucking, she could list off the boroughs. Like, there's no. There's no bad move as long as you reference another enough know, New York Bell things. Is in oh, it is. Shit, look yeah. at me. Uh, I just thought I'd double check. She could just list off shows. She could be like Sex in the City, Friends, yeah, and Ninja, she could have, Ninja yeah, Turtles. She could have a t- <laughs> TV shows are, that are set here verse, and she could have a, a verse just listing the... I think there's only five boroughs. Yeah. You could list them. Um, and, and there's so many other neighborhoods in those boroughs, right? We talked about Tribeca. True. We Tribeca. talked about... Uh, lower Manhattan, Lower Manhattan, Upper Little Manhattan, Italy. Soho, Soho, Noho, Noho. <laughs> Wait a minute, I, I'm assured that it exists by this map I'm looking at right now. Okay, all right, I'll believe you. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's. I think 
the reverence she puts in the verses rather than being this this like hip hoppy attitude piece. It's like in New York. And it's still it maintains this nostalgic feeling, I think. Yes. Um, especially with like the amount of reverb they pour on there. It's like very syrupy. Yeah, syrupy dreamlike. It's like mm, oh New York. Yeah. So it's definitely like like you said, it feels it's a bit surface level, but also definitely feels like there is some level of respect and reverence. Yeah, it's, it's like like lyrically shallow, but it's played like it has the depth of an ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to describe it. And it's it sounds good. I think this breakdown version sounds great. It it like hit fifty five on the billboards. Like it did fine. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't do a little better. But I guess it was kind of like cannibalized by itself like we yeah already have it was one of those. right in the wake of the original which was a knockout hit yeah especially when you like it has a beat which you can kind of like dance to more much more so than this one even though at the very end that beat that same beat comes in mm-hmm. but, but what yeah, this one not, does not is it really opened up the thank god it did or else we yeah. wouldn't talk about it it opened up the, the way the for coverability cover the coverability of this version is um much because higher. all of these covers and Almost. most of the covers i could find barring one that i will mention soon yeah. uh were covers of the alicia keys version yeah. the only w- one that was really a cover of like j- just a cover of the original mm-hmm. jay-z version was the glee cover that's right. Which we will not be discussing today. we will today. not be discussing today. <laughs> because it is the cast of Glee rapping this song. Yeah. Which, and that's if, it. If that makes if hearing those words made you feel uncomfortable, uh, get ready for the next song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's redefined in Redefined is an a cappella group from the University of Wisconsin in Madison, Wisconsin. Yes. So, yep, we're mixed talking gender, about collegiate a cappella. But again. not mixed race. Let me tell you that. Mm, well, maybe a bit. Um, I looked yeah. at a live video. <laughs> yeah, I guess I did watch that video. Um. Yeah, so I did, honestly, I thought this had some good elements. Okay, hit me with up that, to Alex. A point. Right, so they're kind of combining. I mean, up until so the up until the guy starts rapping, yeah. Um, what they're doing is basically doing the Alicia Keys version, but with a beat. Yes, and I thought that's like a pretty solid way to do it because why would you, as a collegiate a cappella group, do the rapping? That doesn't make any sense. So, as right? an all white collegiate, yeah, <laughs> that's a group. poor decision. Yes. Um, so up until that, I was like, yeah, okay, cool. So you're still combining the two without going overboard. And then they went overboard. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Like, it's pretty inoffensive. I could accuse it of being a bit too sleepy. Like, she doesn't really fucking yeah. have the power in her to... Maybe not. But compared to some acapella singers we've heard, I thought she did a decent job. Yeah, I think not she did a like decent Alicia job. Keys, but decent. But, yeah, she's better than the average acapella singer. But I think from a, like, a composition point, I would have had like 10 people punching that chorus. I would have had like like a bullet, you know, get everybody yeah, behind this. Yeah, it's very solo. Just, it's very solo. Um which makes some sense, but you could I mean even Alicia Keys it has a bunch of harmony tracks, right? That's right. So you could do more. 
Yeah, you have live harmonies and you can't uh can't spare any of them to to punch yeah, that chorus a bit. I, I know there were enough people. I saw the video. Even in the yeah yeah parts, which is like a, a perfect moment to drop everything but the yeah yeahs and just have everybody do that. Mm-hmm. Or even like canon it or something. Nothing. Like no no real effort there. But yeah, otherwise, yeah, they set up a beat. It's fine. It's inoffensive, but then you get this dude doing the Jay-Z verses. Yeah, and he does like one and a half of them, basically. Uh, questionable rapping. Questionable rapping. Being hood forever. Um, changes a few lyrics. Yeah. But not all, like, not all of them. Just like and a few here and there. Depending so on very... the version, because that live version, he changes more than he changes in this recording. Oh, I did not pick that up. I heard he says he used to cop in Madison. They're from Madison, Wisconsin. Right. Says right there up on Regent Street, which is a street in Madison, Wisconsin. Right. Uh, cruising down Park Street, off-white moped instead of... Instead of uh, a Lexus. Lexus. Uh, and then I don't know what he says in... There's a line where he says, man, forget this town. And then something like about painting the world red. Yeah. There's some weird shit. And then there he... In the recorded version, he says the lines about saying hi to Tai Tai, getting some my drunk still drinking Mai Tais. In the live version, he mentions drinking Bush Light. Okay, which, like, I get it. It's a little bit, like, self... Yeah, um, we're so close to hitting white and nerdy by Weird Al, but still yeah. so far. Yeah, it needed some work. It needs like, a full rework. You can't half-ass it. You can't say you're still hood. Yeah. Or if you are, you need to hit the the white, nerdy, like, tone, because he tries to deepen his vocals and, and be Jay-Z, right? He tries to be a quote-unquote a rapper. Yeah, and it's tough. I mean, that's one of the reasons I think that rapping is a rap music is so often not covered or difficult to cover is it's like often so specific mm-hmm. to a single person like this is so much just about Jay Z covering it is yeah covering is it requires like a full rewrite to and then yeah. to fit that into a melodic structure yeah and they did some of it but. Not nearly enough. Not nearly enough. Yeah, it's if they if that, they could have salvaged it if he came on and had like glasses and a pocket protector and I was like, oh, I'm from the streets. I am a big nerd. Look at me. I, yeah. I or, you, or or something to. I like, used to match buy pens at Staples. Like, <laughs> give me something yeah. that tells me you understand. That you should not be performing Jay Z's lines. Yeah. Anyway, that's that one. Questionable. Yeah. Questionable. And then he sings over her doing the chorus at the end. Oh, does he now? Yeah. Yes, he does, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, questionable. Yeah, and singing the third verse the, about how women should stay focused and have blinders on. <laughs> oh, right, he does bring that one in. Yeah. I forgot he does more rapping. Yeah, that's like his other half of verse. Mm-hmm. Um... Without any lyrical changes. Yeah, that's also kind of a questionable verse anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's this version. Yeah, so it the only version to boldly go and say, we can cover Jay-Z, come on. How hard can it be? How hard can it be? Yeah, we'll change. Listen, I'll say player instead of the N-word. It'll be fine. Yeah. It was not fine, in my opinion. <laughs> not really, no. Um, Speaking of things, speaking of songs, speaking of covers, Alex... De La Cream in 2012. 
De La Cream. Uh, don't can really tell. They're Spanish, I think. No, they're German. Are they German? Oh, they fuck. are German. Okay, because there were a few groups. There was I I, I had trouble finding them. Because there's a La Cream. There's obviously Cream. Yes. Uh, there's a Creme de la Creme. They're all not this group. So yeah, I had to find their picture on Spotify and then match oh. it up to. Uh, I think I found a Discogs page okay. on them. Discogs is good. Um, so they were a combination of soloist Margit Sitsile and Ron Van Lankeren on vocals. They were both participants participants in the Voice of Germany. Um, a, a reality show, obviously, like The Voice. Uh, they allegedly transcend the boundaries of a cover band, and sometimes they bring along a DJ and a saxophonist. Cool. So this version's pretty straightforward, just your it is, Alicia Keys. It is. Um, with uh, a few extra things, there's a guitar. Yes, there is a guitar. Uh, and like some some different percussion stuff going on. That's really kind of I think what they add is the percussion. So like hand drums. There's like some cymbals, more cymbal stuff, and uh, like chimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then there's like that. Is that the chimes? That little glistening. I think so. Yeah. 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 Um, it sounds nice. Uh, they have a few of those stylish flourishes, like I mentioned, the percussion. Uh, their tones are interesting because the stuff on the original is so like like rounded and the edges are all filed off this is a little bit sharper sounding right it's a little more uh i would say garage rock but that's inaccurate yeah. just like a yeah, like a studio what, live yeah. recording yeah so it's a little it has like some of its own identity but ultimately they there's not a whole lot like newer, newer yeah you'd hear this playing in a coffee shop and say okay yeah <laughs> all right yeah you get like hand drumming on here which is a bit of an interesting choice they kind of gradually add more percussion throughout the song. Um, you get your backing vocals on the chorus. She's got a good voice. Yeah, sounds good. Although it's it's funny when any of them say selling rock. Honestly, <laughs> it is very funny, and everybody gets to sing about selling rock. Yeah. Um, I do love that. Uh, you get kick drum coming in in the end there for a little more bassy sound. So like something that would be almost regular on any other given track is. It's like a strange bonus on this. Mm-hmm. So in terms of their like sparse building techniques, I think it works pretty well. I, I don't think the end result is groundbreaking. I think it's solid. I think you, yeah. you, you collect your paycheck on this and say, hey, we did all right. Yeah, they did a pretty decent job. Yeah. And that's, that's this one, Alex. Let's talk about Trippy Nova this in 2016. Trippy Nova. Reggae dub group from Miami. Okay, you found a little more than I did. I, yeah, I just, a little bit. I, I, I'm trying yeah. to remember where I got it from, though. Yeah, I just kind of pieced together, because even if you try to YouTube this to see if there's a music video, the first thing that comes up is the one of those vintage reggae albums. Yeah, and they do that stuff. But this is this song was on one of those vintage reggae albums, mm-hmm. but I picked the version that was off of one of, I think, their own album. Their own album, which has the dog and the cat drinking. And yeah, dog and cat suits. drinking. Exactly. Uh, so I don't know about that. But it is it is an interesting sound, because it's, it's got that like reggae sound to it, you know? But but there's also like this spaciness to it. They do this like ambient stuff. So yeah. particularly the intro is a lot of like spacey stuff and there's like muted guitar strumming. Yeah. And some ambient like synthy sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of echoey stuff. Um and then that goes on and then they kind of jump into like like they bring the skank in. 
Yeah. So I thought that was a pretty interesting transition. Yeah, not a bad uh, build. And I think the reggae styling and sort of like to, to take it a step further, the world music ideas, like Jay-Z shouts out Bob Marley and like he different does. areas he does. of New York music. He talks about New York hip hop. He talks about CeeLo Green, who I guess is probably New York hip hop. But he talks about Bob Marley. It's like, yeah, give me some of that melting pot take on Empire State of Mind. Yeah. And this is, I mean, like you definitely like it, it keeps the spacey and it keeps the reggae, uh, maybe a little faster than most, right? But like you know, the skank type sound keeps that mm-hmm. going on with a lot of like synth stuff. There's this glassy synth that comes in, and then like some yeah. piano that I think also does the skank with a guitar. Um, it's cool sounds, man. Um, yeah, we yeah, talked about cool some really sound. stiff really reggae in the that. past couple of weeks, but this one actually like I think hit for me. A little smoother. Yeah, a little smoother. Um, you get some like sometimes there's just a guitar going on in the right ear, it's just the, doing some chill. The, that like kind of muted, like groovy, yeah, guitar thing. Yeah, yeah, a little muted groove. It's it's tight. <laughs> just like yeah, noodling or whatever. Um, I also I guess the other things, the middle eight adds like horns, and the mm-hmm. horns come in later. That's on, right. The horns cool. are great. That's a cool way to build it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lots of vocal tracks. And then I think this one um, makes it feel because you know it's a song about a city, right? Yeah. And like all the versions so far have been very either like solo or duo, but like ever anyone doing a thing is doing it on their own. And then this one brings in e- even like the the harmonies are like I'm doing my own harmonies kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Whereas this one, it like it feels much more communal because there's a ton yeah. of like vocal tracks, and it feels like there's a lot of people singing along. So it's like we're a city. Mm-hmm. It kind of strikes that balance between like reverence and like inner like reflection on New York, and the outward like rhythm of the city. Like we're moving rhythm at a pace. The there's people yeah. around you. It's yeah, something lively. Yeah, so it's cool, and also like. Some reggae versions that, like don't care about the vocals, mm-hmm. uh, like, clearly, but like not this. This one, to, like it's got you know decent. They do a pretty decent job on the vocals. So. Yeah, she she's cool. not a bad singer, and she gets some good support on those choruses. Yeah, so cool sound. Yeah, and you get fun like instrumental add-ins. You get organ stings. You get some fucking xylophone in there. You get drum rolls. You get horns. You get the horns. You get the horns. Yeah, a little shaker percussion near the end there. Um, And some organ, too. I mean, some organ, yeah. Still kind of a reggae track. So, exactly. Yeah, I think there's a lot of good stuff in this one. So, yeah, some instrumental richness, a passable vocal performance with some, some actual, like, group backing vocals. Yeah, and I and I think I truly think the genre connection to New York is good. I think it's smart. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, somebody who is part of a a, a musical movement that I don't think is smart is next. <laughs> Aubrey Logan in uh, 2018. <laughs> Yes, singer, trombonist, songwriter, performer. Which You're telling is like, me we yeah, don't call them tromboners? I mean, we could. Well, we could, but... <laughs> um, um, we could start. Um, she, yeah, she has also done some work with Scott Bradley's Postmodern Jukebox, which I know 
is not your cup of tea. Is it, is it your I cup of tea? Um, <laughs> I don't usually relate to them very well. You're either. just less hard against them. Yeah. Fair enough. Conceptually. It's, I might even not, like, it was such, so early on that I, I, I turned on Postmodern Jukebox, like, I might not even hate them as much as I think I, I do. Know. But it was like, the, I, I feel like I remember, like, when we first started talking, like, they came up, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck that. I'm like, I haven't even listened to them yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like one time, I was like, I fucking hate this. And it's like, sometimes they accidentally come up, because it'll be like, yeah. this person, a regular in the, so like, like, Aubrey yeah. Logan Like here. this person. Now, this is not with postmodern jukebox no um she has a cover smooth criminal with postmodern jukebox um which we didn't talk about or anything but we did talk about the song not too long ago mm-hmm. the other thing about this version notable thing is this one is a mashup sort of yeah it's, it's more like of a medley medley yeah yeah it's does something call it a mashup or did I just say that on my own? It's you a medley. Might have. It's. I mean, it's a medley. medleys and mashups are. are I think a mashup close. is when you actually do parts of each song together. Together, yeah. This is not really right. that. This is more like one song, another song. Um. But yeah. So, it, so it's it uh. It's really With the chorus. New York State of Mind from New York from Empire State of Mind. Yeah. So it's the chorus from Empire yeah, State sorry. of Mind that leads into the first verse and then some of New York State of Mind. Yeah, and there's a transition as well, right? With Sinatra, incorporates yeah, New York, New York, and possibly other songs. Like I couldn't tell, but there's Mm -hmm. words in there that aren't from any of these three songs, right? So if there's another song they're from, I don't know, but But I thought it might be, or it might just just be all her. She should could have just called this New York medley, or like New New York number one, and like that would that would get it across. This is like a the smoothie blend of a bunch of New Yorker songs. Um, yeah, served in the style of soft pop jazz. Yes, definitely pop jazz, jazz pop, whatever order you want to put them in. Pause and um, drop, drop. So you get a lot jazz. of those like jazzy beats on the on the hi hat. Yeah, um, and stuff like that throughout, and a lot of like switch ups to the tempo because. Like if you, especially like it picks up in the transition part and then slows down yeah. for the like beginning of the New York state of mind sections, like very like serious sounding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for a bit, one of the bridges, it goes like Latin. That's right. Yeah. We hit a Latin rhythm. Um, yeah. And then a like a trumpet bridge. plays um, one of the, one of the bridges. Yeah, which is uh, yeah, the, it was so easy living day by day, out of touch with the rhythm and blues. I'm fairly familiar with New York State of Mind. I don't know about you. Um, I'm roughly I know familiar song with pretty it. well. Um, cause Billy Joel, yeah, fuck um, yeah, dude. <laughs> so the other thing about her version that I I quite liked actually was mm-hmm. um, I mean she's she's a very skilled singer i think yeah like, she can certainly she belt goes it from like at the start's very breathy and then mm-hmm. she gets much more um like robust later on like the quality of her voice actually changes mm-hmm. throughout the song which i thought was interesting because a lot of the times we get these kind of jazzy maybe more like indie pop right. type covers and it's all just like really breathy vocals mm-hmm. and that's kind of how it started but uh she uh didn't stay like that so it, no. it but that kind of is in keeping with the rest of the song, which is there's a lot of different 
things happening. Yeah, so she not only sections. demonstrates the yeah, like a breadth of knowledge of songs about New York, but yeah, her vocal styling shift from soft and breathy to fast scat to then uh, a pretty good like croon on New York State of Mind. And yeah, definitely. Latin I mean, music she influence. goes pretty low at the first part of New York State of Mind. Yeah, and then she yeah, she goes right up. Mhm, absolutely. So yeah, impressive range. Um a good a good melange of pop songs bookended by the New York uh the Empire State of Mind chorus. Yeah, not a bad effort. Yeah, it's too, it's I, too bad I she's part of the postmodern jukebox. So <laughs> F minus. Yeah. Um pretty good. Like kind of fits I said it fits the town, don't know what that means. I guess the jazz, because jazz is also the, Yeah, jazz. Thing, right? Yeah, hitting the jazz, hitting the Latin. Again, you're yeah. talking about that melting pot where hitting yeah, cultural exactly. touchstones. And like paying homage to several significant New York songs. Yeah. Pop songs about New York. So yeah, pretty cool uh, take, I think. Yeah, I think that is a cool take to uh yeah, take away the big idea. We love New York, and then be like, well, why don't I just like a uh, you know, and you get the two flavors on an ice cream. It's like, let's do that, but with yeah, <laughs> different swirl songs. Em. Swirl that. Swirl them. Not bad. Let's talk about Dasha, Martin Cumsack, and Philharmonic Craddock <laughs> Kravlov. Yeah, it's um so it's Czech and I looked at the pronunciation, that's the city, so it's the Philharmonic of and I, I looked up the pronunciation and it's more like Kraditz Karlov. Okay. Something um, like that. Yeah, and this is in the year twenty twenty. So yeah, they're the Philharmonic Orchestra of that city. Uh yeah. Martin Kumsack is a uh, is a Czech pianist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dasha. There's several dashes. There are several there's, dashes. There's several dashes. There's one who has Dasha music mm-hmm. uh well um domain um but that's a different Dasha. There's mm-hmm. also a Dasha who's like more of I think an R and B artist. There's a few Dashas on Spotify that are squished into one. Yeah. Um so she's she a Czech like vocalist a, a Czech and that's musical actress. As, so she's in musicals okay. as well. Well, this is the only thing associated with her on Spotify. It's this album called Dasha Symphony. Yeah. And, uh, oh, the, there is another one associated with her. Oh, I didn't see it, apparently. It's, oh, maybe it's oh, yeah, not yeah. on here. Yeah, from the 1997 album. Is that her as well? I guess That is actually her. So there is another Dasha. So it was listed on Discogs as well, which is where I found out as much as I could about her. Um, so this is a big, grand orchestral version. Yeah, it really is. They do, yeah, really big. Um, also, like, different. Like, the music is just, like, completely different. Like, it's, yeah, it's, we're doing orchestra now. Yeah, we start with, like, an imperial march and, like, uh, yeah. fanfare horns. Yeah, and then, like, cuts down to just the piano for a while with some kind of flourishes. Yeah, these um, big, built, these swelling the horns. As it's supported. And then later on, there's some harmonization with, yeah. I assume, Martin? But I don't know. Could be. Um, but yeah, there's some really big stuff going on. I don't really have much specific, uh, many specific notes, but it does, it feels just very grand. And like, it's very much like, the song does a lot of like mythologizing. Yeah. 
So the idea that it's like this huge important thing kind of makes sense. Exactly. This is almost like the immigrants' version of. <laughs> it's like this yeah, is I when you, you see the the Statue of the Liberty. Propaganda this is the this propaganda version. This is the propaganda version in some this ways. This is the video they play on the boat over. That's right. And they're like, oh my god, I can't wait to meet Dasha and Martin Comsack when I land in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's how that's pronounced. It must be right. Is Comsack? I mean, I have no idea, man. Listen, dog. I like, what does a Z with the that Scoopy accent mean? Maybe like know. a Z, Comsack. Ah, oh, maybe. I'm sorry, Martin. I, your name I looks mean, like Comsack to me. And also, based on the way like Czech Republic is pronounced, there's a Z in there, right? So oh yeah, like, Czech. Yeah, come yak maybe. <laughs> yeah, Martin, come lately. Um, yeah. Anyway, all that said, uh, don't have a lot to specifically say about this, but which is not to say that there's not a lot going on because there is. No, yeah, it's like it's too much. It's it is in some ways too much. It has not too much for me to like process everything. But yeah, it's definitely <laughs> big grand. Big grand. It has. It starts off with like a Version. like a Disney orchestral kind of vibe, or just like an old school like orchestra it's very cinematic it's uh i think it's in line with the the uh glorification the idealization of new york i think it's a pretty solid version honestly yeah i think so too um i would compare it to de la cream but probably but with much more of its own identity yeah much like i would solid say, yeah. version overall solid version overall with that, because we are running over time here, well, let's yep. talk about our f- fucking three categories here, Alex. Fuck, fucking three categories. We have three categories. <laughs> um, worst version, best version, and the version that you would use to sell somebody on the idea of selling crack rock. Selling crack rock. <laughs> Alex, go. Uh, worst version. Ooh, worst Why is version. it redefined? I mean, yeah, I got to give it to redefined. They they really dropped the ball on this one. They made some poor decisions, I think, in the planning phase. I think so. And just they were not able to pull out of uh, to elevate it. Um, Alicia Keys yeah. gave them an out and they said no. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. And that's version. on them. Honestly, that, that was on the, them. that was their mistake. And they, they shouldn't have done it. They shouldn't have done it. 100%. That's the worst version. Alex, what's the best version of this? You're going to say Aubrey Logan. I'm going to say Trippy Nova. That's I sure. predicted it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I don't want to step on it. Was that what you were going to go with? <laughs> um, I was either going to go with Trippy Nova or Aub- Aubrey Logan. I mean, I think they're both very strong. I really like the sound of both of them. But I'll take Aubrey Logan for sure. Yeah, I'll sure, rep that. Yeah. yeah, I think that's um, one of the better medleys. They both have similar strengths as well mm-hmm. with the sort of, like you said, the melting pot idea of bringing different ideas that are at least somewhat associated with New York together. Yeah. Um. And then also, at the same time, you know, having some cool sounds to back it all up. Because you got to have cool sounds to back it up. And they have those. They have those. They do have those to back it up. And I can't give it to Aubrey Logan legally because she is associated with Postmodern Jukebox. She is, yep. And I don't always go, you know, for medleys, but I think, I mean, I just happen to like the song. Yeah, this might be the first time a medley's gotten best version, so. Yeah. Um, sorry for making that section so efficient. Alex, crack rock, crack rock. Crack <laughs> rock, crack rock. Trying to sell people um, on the idea of selling rock on the street. Selling rock on the street. Oh, man. <sighs> Me? I'm going with Alicia Keys. The whole thing sounds romantic. So It does. Yeah. Boom, you hit those soft keys. You're like, selling crack on the streets. It's super cool. And they're super like, fuck cool. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we already talked about how the Dasha version would like get you excited about New York, and I mm-hmm. think that extends to any activities discussed in the song. <laughs> Anything, yeah, this swelling yeah. strings while she's like sitting like, rock yeah, on the street. I just feel so energized. I just want like, to oh, do everything do in this that. song, and yeah, including you can do both at once. You're gonna be preaching crack. while you sell crack. Yeah, why not? Hey, man, it's New York. You can do anything you want. You can do anything you want. Got a pocket full of dreams. Exactly. That's New York, New York. That's it for our final verdicts. You got a different opinion, similar opinion. Want to talk about a version we didn't talk about? Hit us up on Twitter. Hashtag CoverMePod. At Jake the Cressy. At some Alex Wise guys. Send us comments, questions, concerns, suggestions for future episodes. Uh, you know, let us know. Let us know what's going on. Be sure to rate and review us. We're on Stitcher, Spotify. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcasting app. You can tell your friends about us because we don't have a marketing budget, so that's all on you, buddy. Um, it is Entrepreneur Summer, so shout out to my partner, Greta James, who is running a business on the streets, the mean streets of Vancouver. She is not selling Crack Rock. She's selling clothes. Um, the company is Poppy Threads, so if you're on the, the corner of Robson and Denman in Vancouver, pop by, say hello. If you're not, follow her on Instagram. Give her a little boost. That's Poppy Threads Pop-Up on Instagram. As we always say on Cover Me, that's the end of the episode, baby. That's all there is to it, I think, unless I've missed anything critical here. No. No, I haven't. I can edit it in if, I, if I've missed it. But as we always say on Cover Me, Cover Me will make you feel brand new. Covers that inspire you. Let's hear it for Cover Me. <laughs>